Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Monday, March 6, 2023. U.S. stocks have given up their morning gains with the S&P and the NASDAQ currently about flat. The Russell 2000 Index of Small Cap Stocks is down about 1.8%. That's a pretty big divergence from the other major indices, so we're going to keep an eye there to see if that continues this week. U.S. stocks were up last week with the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Russell up more than 2%. They had a strong finish to the week. That was, of course, helped by a yield curve that remained pretty quiet. U.S. yields have had a pretty big move up in the past month, but last week they were relatively benign. European yields have been ticking up in the past couple of sessions, so important to keep an eye on what happens there. There's been some interesting moves in commodity prices over the past week. We're talking about natural gas did have a bounce last week, bounced off of the $2 per MCF level. It's now trading around $270 or so. Crude prices have stabilized as well, around $80 a barrel. U.S. steel prices are up more than 30% in the past month. We've also seen strength year-to-date in copper prices, so steel and copper very likely benefiting from the Chinese reopening. Even gold and silver got a bounce last week as well, although silver is still down 14% year-to-date and gold is roughly flat so far this year. As far as macro data goes, last week we got the ISM manufacturing report showing that the U.S. manufacturing sector is still in contraction, although we did see a slight improvement in the month-over-month numbers. We also got a low weekly unemployment claim number for the week. Unemployment claims remain quite low. This Friday, we have a key jobs report out in the U.S. for the month of February. I expect that that will still show a very low unemployment rate. Key to watch that, of course, because the Fed will likely use the unemployment data as well as the inflation data to make their decision about interest rates on March 22nd. Speaking of that inflation report, that comes out a week from tomorrow. We'll also have Fed Chairman Powell speaking in front of the House of Representatives and the Senate this week. He speaks in front of the Senate Banking Committee on Tuesday and in front of the House Financial Services Committee on Wednesday. We're basically now at the tail end of Q4 earnings reporting season, although we will have a few more reports this week from a handful of retailers and software companies such as Dick's Sporting Goods, Ulta Beauty, DocuSign, CrowdStrike, MongoDB, Asana, Oracle, and a handful of others. In tech and software specifically, it remains very much a mixed bag in terms of earnings reactions. Any companies that are still able to maintain double-digit revenue growth rates while also controlling the cost side are doing pretty well post-earnings. So Salesforce, Duolingo, GitLab would meet those criteria. But on the flip side, companies that are seeing decelerating growth or not focusing enough on cost cuts are seeing their share prices decline post-earnings. That would include stocks last week such as Vox, Marketa, and Figs. We also saw a big decline last week in Silvergate Capital, the beleaguered bank that has served the crypto ecosystem. They announced that they would be having a delay in their annual filings, and they could potentially be facing some significant regulatory issues as well as operational issues as companies have pulled their deposits from the bank. It's always worth noting that banks, when they come under duress, can very quickly go to zero. I learned that lesson during the global financial crisis more than a decade ago. So these are very, very dangerous places to try to buy the dip if you're looking at any banks or financials that are in distress. Personally, I just avoid any banks or financial services companies when they're facing market-related stress or regulatory headwinds. Even after the global financial crisis, when you had survivors like Bank of America or JP Morgan, you had many months and quarters to be able to buy those companies at cheap prices. So there was time to see how things evolved and that they would survive and you could still buy them at a discount to book value. But in this case, something like a Silvergate or even a Credit Suisse would be something I would avoid in the current market environment personally. On the positive side, we're still keeping an eye on this AI theme. It is certainly still pushing up stocks today. Snapchat is up 12%. 
on the AI theme as well as the potential for a ban of TikTok, which is one of its major competitors. Last week, we also saw C3.ai, which trades under ticker symbol AI, a very nice ticker symbol to have. That stock was up 30% after they reported earnings. I thought the earnings report was okay, good, not great. But again, the market loves this theme and any company that is not just totally missing their earnings expectations that has some AI tailwind behind it is doing pretty well, at least in the short run. There was a short report put out by Carisdale Capital on C3.ai today. I agree with some of the major bullet points there. And this is a company that I'm personally just avoiding because I think the hype doesn't really align with the reality behind the company's operating performance. But nonetheless, the stock has done very, very well since the start of the year. You can't ignore the share price performance and the hype that surrounds some of these AI-based companies. I'm still building my watch list of AI stocks, still looking for ways to play the theme without taking on too much risk or investing in companies whose futures are questionable. So if you have any ideas, let me know. I do have my watch list going of AI stocks that I've shared on Twitter. There's about 30 or 40 stocks on that list right now. And I do expect we'll see more IPOs and SPACs taking AI-related companies public in the coming quarters and years. So hopefully we'll continue to build out that watch list and keep tabs on this important market theme. One other thing I have on my radar this week is the Morgan Stanley TMT, or Tech, Media, and Telecom Conference. There'll be a number of companies in the tech and media sectors that will be giving presentations at the Morgan Stanley Conference, so I'll report back if there's anything notable there. Sometimes we do get M&A announcements or major strategic shifts from certain companies. If there is any big, major breaking news that comes out of the conference, you'll of course hear about it here on Stocks & Coffee. With a relatively light news day today, we can go ahead and wrap it up. But I hope you have a great start to your week. I hope the momentum carries forward and I will see you all later. Cheers. Mm-hmm.